Come on, man. And now Sterling has caused Liverpool problems in the first half. Lucky to do it again, Phil Foden, brilliant save, but in by Gundogan. Big games need big moments from big players. Salah's provided so many, and he provides another now for Liverpool. He goes straight to Foden, who's ridden the challenges, and goes towards the near post, and Manchester City score again. to go and it could be curtains for Liverpool it's Sterling Capital Jesus still folding Foden stroll what a stroll that is and that captured that's absolutely magnificent Bros and uh, that's brutal, brutal. What can I say? Brutal. I did not expect that score between Liverpool and Man City. But anyway, how are you guys doing? Yeah, oh, all right. Good. Yeah, good, I'm good. feeling good. All right, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Okay then. So um, there's a lot uh, coming up. The uh, double gaming and that kind of thing. But um, you know, again, we're just going to try and fly through uh, this episode. Give the people what they want. Get in, do our job, get out. That's what it's all about, yeah? You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Without further ado, uh, we come to the uh, scores for Game Week uh, 23. I'll get us started. Uh, I came in with 75 points. Now, in, in any other week, 75 points would be really good, but... And this week, it, it didn't really make much of a difference. I, I, I don't have an awful lot to say. I captained Son. Um, I didn't know whether Kane was going to be playing or not, but I still thought, well, he's a good player. And, you know, he, he's bound to get something from this game. Uh, so I, I just crossed my fingers and I put the captaincy on him and he came away with 10 points. So that was good. Kunduran misses a penalty, but he still gets 13 points. That's just some wild stuff right there. Then Sada with his penalty. And then Dallas had an excellent game with his 12 as well. Um, I benched 30 points. So, uh, yeah, Calvert-Lewin sitting there on my bench, Martinez sitting there on my bench, and Justin sitting on my bench as well. Um, I remember I, seeing I, your bench. <laughs> I remember seeing your bench and being like, oh, <laughs> poor guy. I, 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 just, I just panicked about Calvert-Lewin. I honestly thought that he wasn't going to get anything at all from Man United. And, and he was in my team until the very last minute. And then I, I, I said, nah, Antonio's going to be much better than him. And so Suchet. So, yeah, that's the story of my uh, game week. I'm, I'm up to 340k, and I think I, I managed 40,000 places. And uh, I, I'm still dropping in some of my leagues. So 75 points, it just doesn't cut it anymore. What can I say? Who, who wants to go next? Uh, I will. Cool. So um, I had a horrible game week. 
I got 51 points. Um, I did a double transfer, so I had I got a minus minus four points from there. So really, it should have leveled out about uh, 55 points. I had 12 points sitting on my bench, so not as much as you, but still not great. Um, I had Bamford and Mings on the bench. I don't know. I just thought I'd get I'd get more joy from Cancelo <clears throat> and Robertson, which uh, actually I didn't. Thanks to Liverpool, great stuff. Um, I had Gundogan and Fernandez, Captain Fernandez, had uh, Salah, and that rounded up my big hitters, really. Everybody else, it was just twos and ones, quite a, quite an abysmal um, game. Also, Martinez in goal, so that wasn't too bad. But, you know, uh, it could have been better. I'm, re- I'm really, like, getting frustrated with Grealish. I want to see some returns, but hey-ho, we'll see what happens. And, mm. uh, yeah, that, that, that rounds off my week. I started off with a good week. I was getting returns from every single game. I was getting quite gassed. I was like, ooh, it's going to be a record-breaking week for me. Mm. Um, so I had returns from my keeper in the Villa game, and I'm gutted because I took Target out to bring Kufal in, but he did give me returns as well, which was great. Got returns from the Southampton game with Adams getting an assist. Got returns, obviously, from the West Ham game with Kufal getting a um, clean sheet. Got returns from the United game from my captain, Fernandez. Got returns from the Spurs game with Son, who was my vice-captain. Gutted, I wish he was my captain instead. Got returns from the Leicester game with Justin, who was one of my defenders. And obviously got returns from the Liverpool game with Salah. Only thing was I had Bernardo Silva on my bench and I played um, Eze because I thought Palace would, you know, probably take it to what they're called take it to lead and lead. probably get a goal or two but you know that 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 was way off what happened so i ended up with 80 points for the week sure. 80 points damn all right so i my week yeah my game week was the best game week i've had in a while and um, i ended up with 79 points um i managed to get a return of 10 from timo Werner, um 12 from calvert lewin um, surprisingly, 14 from Salah, who I captained. So that was a seven, but doubled. Ward Prowse, nine. Son, 10. Got a nice little three from Neto. Uh, four from Wan-Bissaka. Uh, <laughs> six from Aurier and a six from um, uh, um, uh, Ariola. Um, and I got a zero from Robertson. So, uh, yeah, I was expecting Robertson to get me some points, but hey. That's how it goes. So um, my, on my bench, Tyrone Mings on my bench. If I had Tyrone Mings over Robertson, that would have got me a nice extra six points. But what can you do? Mm. No, that's 79. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's in a while, yeah. man. In a, You're not going to get long. all the points. But uh, again, at least you didn't leave as many on the bench as I, I did. Yeah. yeah. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. But yeah, moving on briefly... Um, the the Liverpool City game again that was a bit of a mixed bag because Jamie you're the only one who predicted that City would win uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah he said 2-0 Derek I think you said that Liverpool would win uh, I yeah. couldn't call it at all mm. but I was certain that uh, City wouldn't keep a clean sheet mm. uh, so who, who wants to get into that then briefly before we move on I get to that before before everyone gets into it. I want to get into that because even on the chat, I said it's going to be a hiding. I actually said it's going to be a hiding because I couldn't imagine because the form City was on and the form Liverpool was on. I couldn't imagine anything else. And I know how people are like if if they get a sniff of uh, blood, they get it. They take it all. They don't take half. They take everything. So 
I, I knew that it would be that. It would, I thought it would be worse, and it could have been worse. Uh, so okay. I think I think we we could have got a better result if it wasn't for those two mistakes that really knocked our confidence. Don't get me wrong, City played well, but I think we had some chances there that we could have capitalized on. Mm. And after those two mistakes, horrible mistakes that we had, I think City confidence just went up. That's why we conceded that fourth goal. You know, they weren't running at us and taking shots like that. They were running mainly from the left with Sterling and trying to get the ball in, like, you know, how City play. They want that open goal pool, they go for it. Whereas after those two mistakes, they thought, let's just go for this. And Foden scored that amazing goal. Props to him. Mm. Great player. Yeah. But before that, I do think we're well in it. And Klopp is going to be really disappointed with, with, with the team because... You know, like it was one or it was anyone's game, and it just, you know, kind of goes because of two mistakes. It, it literally just went out of the door. Mhm. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you guys. I think, I think, I think the scoreline did flatter City a bit too much because, like, watching the game, I don't think. I think you're right, Derek. I don't think they looked as aggressive, but it just seemed like every every time that like you guys made a mistake, they capitalized. It didn't matter. They they were there. They were hungry. They were waiting for it. And um, Allison, I don't think he had a great game. I think I think he I think well I think everyone said it. If you were on Twitter afterwards, it looked like he just didn't fancy. It. I don't know what was going on, but you can't do anything against that Foden goal. Unbelievable player. Unbelievable. Like if if he isn't nailed on the start for the rest of the season after that, then I don't know. I don't know what Pep's you, playing at. Uh, yes, you you seem to forget who his manager is. I mean, look, any any other manager in the league is starting Foden for the rest of this season. No, no, no games, but, you know, I, it is I, Pep. I, I trust Pep. Yeah, he knows how to bring on young players. When Sterling first went to City, he hardly ever played. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's two, people are too anxious to throw on young talent and have them play every single week or most weeks. You know, it does something to them. Either it ties them out or it makes them too big for their boots or whatever. I think it's best it's always to bring them on slowly and they'll come they'll come good in the end and mm-hmm. so I, I wouldn't worry too much about Pep I mean don't get me wrong it'd be nice to have a Man City midfielder who costs about six million playing every week and scoring goals but he's not going to do that for us is he he says no no you've got to take your pick of the expensive ones I, I just I just want to say that um, yeah I I, I I thought the result would be different because even though Man City were playing well, it's still it's still it's Anfield, and they had their best three attackers on. And uh, but having said that, um, I've never been a hundred percent convinced by Allison. And um, even though he performs well most of the time, um, I don't know. I always thought that he wasn't quite as good as everybody thought he would. And I, you know, maybe today he just had a bit of a wobble, and he's he's going to be consistent for the rest of the season. But that, that's all I'm saying. All right, moving moving on again, uh, so we can get this done. We've got a double game week coming up this week, game week 24. And in fact, there's a few doubles coming up uh, as well. I think there's one in 25, and there's supposed to be a massive one in 26. So if anybody just want to wrap, wrap circles about that generally, what, what are your plans? What do you think the best thing to do is? So, obviously, I know everyone's going to be eyeing up City players, first and foremost. Um, I think people need to be cautious with getting Triple City. They do have two tough games in the form of Tottenham and Everton. And you've got some other 
double game week um, teams out there, which people might be ignoring a lot, like maybe like the Burnley Burnley side. So I think personally, I'd probably focus more on looking at Burnley defenders rather than City midfielders. I want to put something like you said that City have got two tough games in um, Tottenham and Everton. But um, you do want to add the third game that they're involved in. Which one? that then? Arsenal. (laughs) No, but that's, yeah, that's not this double game week though, is it? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. They got, yeah, they got Arsenal. But obviously, Arsenal is going to destroy City. We all know that. Yeah. That's 100%. No debate there. Yeah, no, I I think uh, you've got a pretty spot spot on then, Derek. Uh, We all know Burnley are not involved in high scoring games. They tend not really to get thrashed. And uh, in a double game week, attacking players, sometimes they don't play the 480 minutes, but defenders or goalkeepers tend to play the 480 minutes, don't they? That's what people keep forgetting about double game weeks. They always assume like the, the players that they're really keen on are going to play both games, full games. It doesn't always work out that way. You know, yeah, if we're true. talking to like two, two or three days between the games, some of them are going to get rested. I'm, I'm going to take a risk with Man City players. I think, I think you might as well go for it, seeing as they're playing so well. And you just take it on the chin if they don't play both games. Uh, I've got Nick Pope in goal. Um, he is apparently fit now. So there was a little bit of a scare there, but um, it, it's uh, been resolved. I don't know what the story of Diaz is. Uh, but I, I would also, I, I would have thought that a lot of people would have been eyeing up Calvert-Lewin as well. Uh, because if anybody from Everton was going to get anything out of the double, then great, it would have been great. him. But um, it's not, it's not looking good. Didn't he break United's dreams of um, getting close to the top of the league? Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 of course he did. Sorry, come on now. Ancelotti I'm, versus Solskjaer. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, so what was I going to say? Now, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, and that was actually what I was going to lead on to. Obviously, United lost that or lost their lead, I should say, not lost the game, lost their lead and end up drawing the game. And I think they're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. But from the game that they played, um, once again, Bruno looked extremely dangerous. And they've got West Brom mm. this week. Not only do they have West Brom, but um, they are obviously close to being to the top. And if if I think if City slip up, because City are playing first, you have to remember, City will be playing Spurs. And if City don't get the result they want from that game, I can see United going ham to cl- try and close the gap. So it's just food for thought that United have more to play for and try to, and more to like attempt to try and get a win than maybe City do. I think City will be probably happy to try and get just get a one nil and 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 leave it as that whereas united want to try and like literally blow west ham um west brom out of the water to, to mm. prove a point I think, as well so mm. okay unpopular opinion here yeah. though everybody's convinced that man united is going to wipe the floor with west brom but i'm not and mm. the simple reason for that is because of the way the teams play we all know that man united's strength is on the counter-attack and yeah. uh, if you push up on them and try and attack and have possession in their half, they're just going to sit back and then have uh, uh, Greenwood and Rashford and Martial, yeah. Fernandes, whoever, run up the other end and score while you've only got one defender back there. 
that's just how they do. However, if you sit back, let them have the ball, um, I, I, I think it's possible to limit them. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying that West Brom are going to win the game or possibly even draw it, but Big Sam is an experienced manager, and yes, he's going to have rubbish results with West Brom because they are rubbish, but every now and again, he's going to have a good result with them as well. And he would love to ruin the Man United party, uh, definitely, or just any big team's party. So that's all I'm saying. Some people are going to captain Fernandez, and all I'm saying is I'm 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 not so sure. I think you know you you're forgetting that if they're up against eleven men behind the ball, then things become difficult for them. That's all I'm saying. I mean they struggled against Sheffield United, didn't they? If I'm not mistaken, a few weeks back. Yes, you are it's, not mistaken. They couldn't they couldn't hack it. No. The only thing I I got to say about that is um. Like, if you look at their last game and the confidence which the team is playing with, I I just wouldn't count them. I wouldn't count them out. I just, I wouldn't. Man United, I think Man United look like a team, especially with Cavani and that sort of stuff. They look like a team full of confidence. They were yeah. winning that game and they threw it away, James. They just come off the back of a 9-0 win. Yeah, and <laughs> they couldn't even hold on to a lead against Everton. Everton team, with Rodriguez was off the pitch. Everton don't have Allen. Dini was wasn't having a particularly good game. Guilfi Sigerson is a spent force, and he he made them, you know, he embarrassed them. So anyway, I don't know. I think I think I um I think I agree with you, Kojo. I don't. I do. I I think lots of people are overestimating Man United's skill against uh, Big Sam, and Big Sam's uh, hope to be able to get one over on Man United. He loves it. So I can imagine them sitting back and just saying, "Look, come at us and do your best." And I think I think Man United find it tough to break them down. To be honest. So they do. So they do struggle sometimes. That's, that's all I'm saying. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right then. Cool. Let's do player picks and predictions. And so we get started on the main games that are coming up. Uh, first of all, we've got Leicester versus Liverpool. Who wants to start that one off? Oh, I don't want to predict that. It gives me like it's a fourth place battle. <laughs> Yeah, playing against Brendan gives me like weird vibes. Um, well, okay. I mean, it's not it's not necessarily an easy game to call, um, but I think I'm going to give that one to Liverpool because we know what Cross like. He again, he, I think he reacts well to defeat. And uh, Leicester, they've got Vardy coming back, but I don't know if he's hundred percent yet. Justin's not going to be playing by the look of it because apparently he popped his knee out. And mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think um, you know. <laughs> Leicester are a good team, but they're not quite top. So Liverpool just might be a, a brief too far for them. I think uh, I think you're right. I think Liverpool will win. Leicester haven't been uh, Leicester haven't been that great. I mean, our last Leicester game I watched was against Leeds, and they threw it away. So um, I can see I can see Liverpool doing doing well against them because the way Liverpool attack looked very like, and the way Leeds scored against them. I mean, I know I'm going back a couple of weeks, but this is the last game I watched of Leicester. Uh, it looked they just sliced them right open. So um, I can see it. I can also see Leicester getting a goal the other way though. If Vardy's back, then yeah, I can see him wanting to get on the score sheet. Mm. But so so I'll go two um, one Liverpool. Yeah, that's not a bad prediction. I think so, that uh, I think that it will be a, 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 a no score draw. Wow. Mhm. I'm shocked. You yeah. don't think Liverpool will get a goal? No. Nah. No, um, this, this is what I love. You Liverpool fans, man. Last time I was talking to you on this podcast, James, you were big in it. 
No, now you've been broken. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just remember, our, manager, our manager's been going through a lot, man. He's been going through a lot. And he's oh, don't him. give me that. You know you have. Come on, man. Don't give me that. So, in respect to the manager, they're not going to score a goal. No, no, they're going to try their hardest to, do, to defend and make sure we don't lose. I think no. the point is, Leicester are not a team to be underestimated. They can beat people, as they've shown, when they beat City. We're not in the best forms of our life right now, especially game runs, and we are conceding goals. So I'm not confident enough to say we will win or we will lose. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying on that one. I can't predict okay. that one. Fair enough. Man City versus Spurs. Spurs win. Yeah, Spurs wow. win. I can I see Son... Son with Kane back, just like that bromance, that link. <laughs> Jose Rigo has a point to prove, and when he has a point to prove, he usually proves it. Yeah, mm. that, that, those PLO through passes straight to Sonaldo making the runs. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful game. Yeah, wow. but the Spurs defend though. They're looking a bit wobbly at the back. I, mean, just I, I don't know about you, Kojo. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it sounds like a couple, a couple bitter Liverpool fans hoping for a Spurs win. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to rise above it. I'm going to be the bigger man. <laughs> Look, I, 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 Man City are, are playing really well at the moment. Don't get me wrong. First, is a tough game. But I, I think they just might shade it because we expect a lot from Mourinho. Uh, but lately he hasn't really been delivering. I mean, Kane is back, true, but we all know that he's going to want to keep it tight. And that means if Spurs are going to score, they're going to have to take their chances. If they get one chance to score, then they're going to have to take it because that's all they're getting. So I I, I think it might just be like 1-0 to City. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think City are winning. Um, I, I can't bet against City right now, especially not in, in with the running into the end of the league. I think Pep's like I, I think I said it last week, and I might have even said it the week before that Pep's just on it. He's not. He's not going to let anyone step in his way towards uh, the title. That's, that's what. That's what made me predict the Liverpool the Liverpool win. So, um, well, I think it's just going to be more of the same. I think he's not like like like. Uh, James said, once he smells blood, he might smell a little bit of blood. He might see a Foden go up against Dyer and put him on his bum, and then that's it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I think Dyer has the potential to be put, the potential to be put on his bum by Foden. But the one thing that I think makes a difference is that Jose, if he loses that match to um if he loses that match to City, it's gonna be very hard for him. Really? I don't think so. I think he's it, got ages there. It's, it's not hard for anyone losing against City, let's let's face it, because it's like saying Oh, you better not let the sun rise tomorrow morning or else you're in trouble. <laughs> Look, City are not invis- invincible. We know that. They can lose. And I think Jose has a lot of faith in uh, and, um, in his team's ability, especially now Kane is back. I agree with you. It's not like the worst thing to lose to City, but I think Jose is going to set the bar high. He's already set the bar high, let's be honest. And if they do lose, he will be... T- very disappointed and you know they've won against them before he knows how to play against them and jo- Jose loves to play that counter-attack football which is his weakness if anything is so honestly like City do have a shot there especially with Kane back they do no I mean I, I, played, I, I said it before because City aren't invincible they're not perfect um, but so that's fair enough 
All right. Um, I know we've touched on this briefly already, but uh, West Brom versus Man United. Anybody else got anything more to add to that in terms of prediction? Uh, I would go uh, Man United 1-0. Mm. I think they'll still win. I do think they'll still win just because just flipping lucky Ole. But um, <laughs> I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be real mm. tough. They're going to they're gonna just have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. To be honest, I'll go 1-0 Man United or a 1-1. Oh. 3-0 United. Aha. There we go. I believe United will win 2-0. 2-0. Alright, cool. Um, Alright. Arsenal versus Lee. Mate. We got no Thomas Partey and we got no Kieran Tierney. So if that if you guys wanted some advice, oh, not it's not again. gonna go well. <laughs> I don't understand it. I literally don't understand it. I don't understand it. He's been injured he he missed like a so uh, he's been injured. At, in six seasons at Atleti, like twice, and at Arsenal, he's already been injured like four times. I literally don't get it. But um, yeah, so we've got none of those two. So it's going to be really difficult to beat the Leeds press without Thomas Partey. So that should be an interesting game. It looks like we'll probably have a midfield of like Sabayas and Shaka, or maybe even on any coming in. So it's going to be a sticky one. <laughs> yeah, it does look interesting. On the plus side, you, you'll probably have um, Lacazette and uh, Aubameyang playing, though, won't you? Yeah, I think. Um, well, it depends. I don't know if we're going to put them both in the team because we like. Because at the moment. Uh, Pepe on the left and Saka on the right has been looking good for us, so it depends how okay. how he decides to line up. I don't, uh, and I don't know. I don't. I literally, I don't I know. I think it's going to be a mad one. Could yeah. be like four all. It's it's just Leeds in it. It's always going to be a mad one. They're the most exciting team, as we know. True. And Bamford looks like he's back on it, and that exactly. Rafinha is dangerous too. He is, isn't he? I saw that. I saw that. He's, yeah. he's looking good. So I don't know. I, I'm going to go Arsenal wing because bias and that, but um. I think it's going to be a tough one. And I think it's going to be high scoring. Um, I'll be I'll be real with you. I'm going to be doing quite a shocking one here. You're not going to expect me to say this, but I think Arsenal will win that game. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're not going to concede any goals. I definitely think they'll concede goals, but I think mm-hmm. they'll they'll they will get maybe about three go up will go up about three one. Then after this Leeds will score a second one, and Arsenal will defend until the end. That is not beyond the realms of possibility, my friend. Uh, Eric, did you did you give a prediction? I think Leeds going to win. Arsenal will get a goal, but Leeds are going to win. There you go. All right. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, all right, then. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea versus Arsenal. Although Chelsea are a bit of an unknown quantity these days, I suppose. And well, Newcastle come to that. Um, so, does anyone want to go first on that one? I think Chelsea are going to win. Um, I think Tuchel's got them playing some some good football. I think I don't think they I don't think they've been playing too badly. I, th- I think um, today's game, if we're recording on uh, on Thursday, so today's game being the FA Cup game, they didn't play too well because it was their second side. But I think. Uh, no, none of their main players played. We didn't see Havertz, we didn't see Werner, we didn't see anybody. Mm. Uh, we saw mm. Hansa Dodoy, so maybe he might be getting rested at the weekend. But um, yeah. but yeah, so I think I think they'll come out all guns blazing. I think he's focusing on the league really. He managed to scrape a win today, but I think he'll be focusing on the league. And uh, yeah, I don't think he'll want to lose that winning streak that the that the pundits are already mocking. <laughs> <laughs> They don't like it, do they? They don't like it. They hate that he's actually doing all right. Look, this is how it is with pundits, right? Half of them were mates of managers, you know, played in the England team with this manager and that manager. Remember how much of a loving 
it was when Tim Sherwood was managing Spurs. Mm. And uh, every week they're like, oh, Tim, he's got the passion, you know. And then when they uh, when he got sacked, they wanted the public inquiry. Didn't oh they? And, uh, and I was just thinking, he's your mate. That's, that's all it comes down to. Anyway, um, I'm going to put that to one side. And <laughs> uh, I, I think Chelsea will win. Um, Newcastle don't have Wilson. I think he's going to be out for this game. He's going to be out um, for a while. Yeah, well, he's far, by far and away. Um, 10th of April player. is the expected day. Wow. Um, even though I said before that Alan St. Max, the man, is also important for Newcastle, I, I just don't see how it's going to how they're going to get anything from the game. Chelsea, I honestly thought they'd be firing by now. I did get that wrong. I mean, you know, um, so I can't... Because Newcastle are looking a bit tougher these days, I think it might be like 1-0 to Chelsea. Chelsea will probably have like 60 or 70% possession, but Newcastle will give them a game. Mm. Chelsea should win that game. But Newcastle will probably score because Wilson isn't... Is Wilson um, injured or is he... Still injured, injured to April. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Chelsea win that go- that game to nil. <laughs> 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 oh, mate, well, wait, wait, wait. Look, let's not count Newcastle out. They got Willock. He got a goal in his debut. Yeah, young yeah. Arsenal man might come in yeah, late. Runs into uh, the box. No, let's count them out. Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> you got to let it run for a little bit, man. You got to let it run for a little bit. <laughs> Big James, what are you saying? I think that um, I think Chelsea will definitely beat Newcastle. I, I do not see a chance for Newcastle beating Chelsea because mm-hmm. Chelsea, Chelsea's undefeated so far. I don't see that being a game where he gets defeated. Nah. All right, cool. Um, and then the uh, second set of fixtures, which are going to be played all the way over on Wednesday. Um, there's Burnley versus Fulham, but uh, let's predict what Everton versus Man City is going to be or not. Uh, Everton, Man City. Okay. Yeah. I okay, I'll, I'll, I'll start then. Oh, you go. Um, I, I, think, um, I think Everton, for me, are like Leicester. They're very good, but they're not elite. And that means when they, they come up against the real big boys, well, there's only really two, I suppose, up from Man City, that it, they just don't have quite enough. I, I'm, I'm not sure that Calvert-Lewin is going to be ready to face City. And without him, um, it just looks worrying. I mean, they might play Josh King, although I doubt it. Or they might play Richarlison, but, you know, he's not quite the same. So that's my long way of saying, I don't think Everton will win. It might be a draw, uh, but if it's not a draw, then it's a City win. Why wouldn't he be ready? Calvert-Lewin? Yeah, he took he, he took a knock, but he was fighting after the game, apparently. Hamstring. They're, they're reviewing his hamstring. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. the, they the saw him walking and celebrating after the game when they won the yeah. thingy game, the FA Cup well, game. It's, it's still hamstring broke thigh and the last time that happened with him Ancelotti played it safe because apparently it's a it's an injury that Calvert-Lewin doesn't have much experience of so Ancelotti's afraid that he might overdo it and overstretch himself or push himself too far and then it'll become a real problem so Ancelotti's of the view that a hamstring injury because it's new for Calvert-Lewin he's going to take the decision just to protect him from himself um, so you, you, can, you can never tell and he, you're right he might be available for the game yeah. but then I think a draw is probably more likely I like, just want him for selfish reasons that's all <laughs> I, I would <laughs> love it if he was available for both games I would love it but let's see what they say tomorrow in the press conferences yeah Big James 
So I think that the same. I still think Everton will win. I think Everton will beat Man City. I think they'll find a way and they'll mm. feel comfortable. I think that'll be the uh, first one appearing. This is the positivity Something we need. Else. Yeah. I think everyone will be like, wow, the season's all open again. Who's going to win this season? I think Man United are going to think that is the best result for them in the world. Man United are going to be the team that's going to be the most excited about that. I would love to see the odds for that and Everton win. Are you going to cheeky fiver on that one, James? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Mm. maybe. I'll, 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 call you, I'll call you on a fiver for that. Pardon? I'll, I'll give you a fiver for that. Okay. <laughs> we'll take this off air. <laughs> 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 Remember when the fun stops, stop, boy. Mate, the fun stopped a while ago, but I'm still chasing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Plenty of food for thought there. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Okay, play a pick. Are we uh, ready to dive into that? Yeah, yeah. So my first play pick is going to be Ben Me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for the next two weeks, because like as I was saying earlier, I think it's really smart for teams to pick um, Burnley defenders because of um, the matches that the double matches that Burnley have coming up. So I feel like when I made that point, uh, I was really intelligent with that. <laughs> if, if they both come away with two pointers, are you going to feel a bit dumb there? Uh, maybe, but then I'll say Derek. <laughs> <instead. laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay then. <laughs> yeah, I quite fancy some Southampton players to be honest with you. So I would, I would I'm not going to go Che Adams. I'll go Danny Ginks because I see him getting something, nicking something against Wolves. Wolves look good, but defensively they haven't really been that tight this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm just going to stick with two. I don't, I don't. I'll be honest with you. Like, it's so unpredictable that I don't really think I can name a third. No, it, 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 it is difficult, particularly um, with all the games we've got coming up, cup games. Europe starts again, I think, next week. Anything could happen. And there's still the threat of COVID. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. You can't really predict anything. Um, who, who wants to go next? Go on, Jamie. All right, I'll go. I, for this week, well, like James, I think you should go for Ben Me. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with... Um, Plain and simple, Bruno Fernandes against West Brom. I think if someone's going to get the assist or the goal that I think there will be one of, uh, it'll be yeah. Bruno Fernandes. I think you should look into West Ham uh, against Sheffield United. I think they should have some fun. West Ham have been unlucky the last, the last few fixtures with the red card and then before that they won and then before that they lost against Liverpool. But I still think they're a good side and they're a side that you should look into. You've got some cheap buys there. Um, I'm thinking maybe Cresswell. Cresswell's actually a surprisingly high-scoring uh, defender for West Ham, and he's yeah. 5.7 million. So you can look into that. Then he's not great for clean sheets, but he's good for good for um, attacking moves. So um, we should look into that as well. And, Jay uh, <laughs> let's not let's not do Jay Lings. I've got a personal vendetta <laughs> against this guy. <laughs> oh oh oh! Okay, I'm we should come back to it at some point, maybe on in a later episode. Anyone else? Mm-hmm. Was that was um, that three? No, I've I've just got the two. I'm good with that. You, who, who, yeah, I think it's Derek next. So it's a tough week, isn't it? Player picks wise, but well, I'll try my best. So first one I'm gonna go for is going to be my man Martinez. He's been um, very solid in goal. 
um, getting some brilliant saves, racking up those bonus points. And his centre-backs are doing him justice by making sure that, you know, people who are taking shots are struggling <laughs> to get those shots, um, clean shots on target. So he's getting loads of saves. Um, you know, he's keeping that clean sheet and he's coming up against a... What team is it again? Is it... Uh, God, my head's gone. Oh, Villa have got... Um... Brighton, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Up against a Brighton team who don't have a lot of attacking threat involved. So, in my opinion, you know, I can see Villa keeping a clean sheet in this game and also Martinez getting a few saves. So, he's my first pick. My second pick is going to be um, Richarlison. Um, for me, Everton do look strong. Everton do look solid. That 3-3 draw against um, United wasn't a fluke. Um, Richarlison was unlucky to not have been involved in the goals, but he did play well. And I think if DCL looks like a doubt, then he will be the go-to guy for goals. They're playing Fulham, who I reckon they can do some damage against. And then they'll be playing a City side um, once again at home. So City will be obviously travelling there. I know this season has been a bit weird with home and season games, but still, I do see Everton getting at least a goal in, in that clash um, against City, who will be playing their second game within, you know, that couple of days. So the mm. first game is on Saturday. The second game is going to be on Wednesday. So they'll be travelling as well. So that's why I just mm-hmm. think, you know, Everton have, have it nice and cushioned. They'll be at home for both games. They don't have to move an inch where City will be travelling. So Rich Allison's my second. Oh, is that it for player picks? Um, no, it's mine next. Um, okay, um, I'm just going to keep it simple. I've got Pope for the doubles, so I recommend Pope. Out of all the Burnley back five, he's nailed. You know, he gets bonus points, he gets save points. Even though me and Tarkowski do have a bit of a goal threat, realistically, how many goals are they going to be scoring? Pope's the guy, and I might even captain him, yeah? <laughs> we'll, see how, we'll see how that goes. Because goalkeepers always do well in doubles. Okay, and that's the first one. The second one, um, I think Sterling's due for a resurgence. Again, you've got the Pepe Rare. You never who, know who's going to play. Um, he might not even play both games, but you, you've got to, you know, you pick your play and you take your chances with Man City. And um, I think Sterling is, is up there. He's dangerous. Sometimes he plays as the centre forward, false nine or whatever. And um, with two games, you know, he could go mental. Even if he only gets 30 minutes in both of them, it, it, he could get some decent points there um, and as we've all been saying Man City is just playing well at the moment so Sterling is definitely worth a look now the last pick I've got a third one and I know this guy is like a persona non grata pretty much in everybody's books but in his team he is the highest scoring midfielder he's the second highest scoring player of all he's got the second highest points for a million He's got the second highest points per game. He's flying under the radar. He's cheap. And he looks like he's going to play most games just because whatever it is he does, he seems to do it so well. He also takes corners and he's capable of taking long-range shots. Anybody know who I'm talking about? <laughs> no. It's Mason sure. Mount. Oh. Mason Mount. Mason wow. Mount. Like I, I, I said. I, I really like that guy. Man. I really, really like that player. I think he's, I think he's really good. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have an opinion on him per se, but as far as FPL goes, he's a cheap player in what is effectively a top six team. 
and he plays all the time, and he's an attacking player. So, you know, whatever you think of the guy, he's a good way of getting points, and hardly anybody owns him or notices him. So that's, that's my third and final one. Okay, then. We've gotten mm-hmm. to the end of the pod, and uh, I just want to say that uh, if you're listening uh, on the YouTube version, thank, first of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, uh, hit the subscribe button so you know when our new episodes are coming out. And third of all, give us a like. Show us some love. You know, if you ever sat there thinking, how come black boys don't talk about FPL? We do. We're right here. We're talking about it. And we're here for you. Yeah. We don't take ourselves too seriously. So that's also what you get with us. So it's just all around entertainment and information at the same time. What do, what do they call it? Edutainment? Yeah. <laughs> entertainment? Anyway. Second of all, uh, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at FTL underscore bros. For all the chat on there, all the banter, all the memes you know and love. And you can also check out and see how our FTL bros team is doing. So uh, that's all for this episode. All that's left for me now is just to say goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye from me. All right, wonderful stuff. Green arrows all round. Bye bye. <laughs>